sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Game time decision continues. I am Lorenzo with Thornton Down with a Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stoller, Joey Odessa is going to join us in a couple of minutes. Mick Aussie a little bit later on. AFL. Mm-hmm. Mick lit it up uh, last week. Uh, we'll see if you can keep that uh, rolling uh, tonight for you degenerate gamblers uh, out there. We'll get you caught up to date as far as the basketball tournament is concerned uh, as well as um, Team Dayton. Uh, Red Scare wins outright, beats House of Pain. It was a nice run for the House of Pain. Illinois alum and Mike Dom from South Dakota State, they were just overmatched uh, today. The Dayton Dayton's physical presence, and, you know, the key to this tournament is like any basketball it's rebounding. And the teams that rebound, the teams that just sort of, you know, block out, rebound, play smart basketball, they're not YMCA ball. You need to have some skill. But the teams that play physical basketball have advanced in this tournament. We talked about it yesterday, and it continued today. And look who advanced today. The Marquette team, they're all like men and physical. Yep. And the Dayton team, nice. that is a very physical basketball team uh, as well. Uh, tomorrow's action is going to be fun. And so this, this tournament's just off the hook, man. Really, really enjoying this tournament. And I don't know about overseas elite. Are they overhyped? Um, you know, they barely won that game. Or did they just need a game to, you know, get a game under the belt? One thing I will say, and this is unbelievable, Cam, to hurt that team, your boys, I the like Marshall those. crew, yeah. out of 24 teams, they're the 23 seed. Here they are, yeah, one win away. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, that's a victory in itself. I got to hand it to those guys. Yeah, big fat YMCA guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what they do? We talk about it, Gabe, and no one listens. The chemistry effect is huge. Knowing who you're working with, knowing what the the tendencies are, instead of just getting flashy players who are going to be selfish and chuck up threes and play a dumb game, you play a smart game. And these guys, you talked about it. You've watched all the games. They don't quit. They were down, like, they're down 18 points. They can still come back. They never tap out. We'll try to get uh, numbers as soon as we uh, humanly can, as soon as FanDuel posts them. You know, they, yep. they do usually a little bit later at night you know, for Saturday's games. They, they, they don't, they're not up uh, just yet for tomorrow's action. We'll, we'll keep on uh, checking. All right, so we do have some breaking news. We were just talking about the, um, we were talking about the Pac-12. Pac-12 mm-hmm. canceling non-conference uh, football games. And now Pac-12 teams are playing nine games. And uh, Dennis Dodd and Bruce Feldman are both very, very in touch and tune with the college football world. They're yes. both reporting that there could be more cuts to come. Like, that they might not even play a full nine. It might be they eight. They might, might say screw it. That. Yep. Well, there might be a school <laughs> or two that says we're not playing, right? Like Exactly. They don't know. So, basically, college football is beginning to fall apart. Uh, let's just call it out for what it is. We'll get to the UFC and be happy in a couple of minutes. But me and Cam called all mm-hmm. this. We, it's exactly what we said. Like, and you're going to see some schools are going to say, oh, we're playing. We're not not going to play because you don't want to play. And you, you, you see all this stuff. But we talked about those good games. You talked about it, Cam. 
So Michigan Wolverines, we're going to be in, uh, in, in my backyard here taking on uh, the Washington Huskies. That game's canceled September the 5th. Alabama. Um, Alabama and USC uh, now canceled. Ohio State. Ohio State was going to go up there uh, to, to Eugene and play the Ducks. That game's canceled. Not moved, not postponed, canceled. Canceled. So now here's the USC-Alabama game up next. Man, this is unbelievable. Wow. And now it becomes real. Just sort of punch me in the face here. USC-Notre Dame canceled, bro. See ya. Camp, they've been playing that game every year for 100 years, man. For for the beginning of time. I'm just like, I'm jarred. I'm just looking now. Game Time Decisions Radio continues. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Camp Stewart, shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Breaking news, the Pac-12. Pac-12 is set to announce. It's done. The Pac-12 cancels all non-conference games. Uh, The Big Ten did this yesterday. And I'm sure some of you right now in SEC country are thinking, oh, who cares? Pac-12. Guys, college football is falling apart here. So suddenly Pac-12 teams only have nine games on their schedule. Word is they're not even sure if they're going to be able to get the full nine in. Uh, Big Ten just canceled. And they're playing a lot of big-time teams. There's a domino effect right here. Yes. So let's just go over the games right now that have been canceled right now due to the Pac-12 pulling the plug. USC Alabama, done. Huge. That was on September the 5th, too. That was the same day as the Michigan Washington game and the Kentucky Derby. See that? Mm-hmm. We get our hopes up, people. See what happened? Oh, I'll call football and the Kentucky Derby in the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll be lucky to have the ponies. Um, USC Notre Dame, dear God. USC Notre Dame, like they've been playing this game, bro. Like, I'm going to look it up now. Like, yeah, forever. They've been playing this game since, I don't know, like 1906 or something. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. Yep. Like, like really. Unbelievable. So, I got to tell you, know, this no, is a disaster. Notre Dame screwed, Cap. Notre Dame, yeah, oh, they don't have a conference. They're losing all their games. No, they don't. Like, exactly. Who are they going to play? They're going to play nobody. Savannah State every week? Exactly. <laughs> 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 hey, Kent, Kent State, you guys got room, baby? We're, we're here. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a problem. Uh, if this I, was, if I was an athletic director and I was playing, I would extort the hell out of Notre Dame now. Yeah, I would tell them, yeah, yeah, we'll play you $10 million. Yeah, where's the money? Because usually in, in today's day and age, even the bad teams, they get like three, four, five million. So I'm not kidding. Yeah, you want us to get your ass kicked? You don't have an opponent. You need to you need to play us. We want eight million dollars yep. and we want a cut of the concessions. Uh mm-hmm. USC Notre Dame canceled, Stanford Notre Dame canceled, Utah, BYU, Holy War, canceled. Oh Dear God. my God. That's wow. horrible. Holy War. Holy Colorado, War. Texas no A&M and, oh my God, this is the worst of the worst. Oregon and North Dakota State aren't playing. <laughs> It's actually a pretty cool game. <laughs> I agree North with Dakota you. I think that's pretty. I think it's awesome. That's canceled too. <laughs> UFC not canceled. Odessa next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, there's so much chaos in the sports uh, world uh, right now. We're seeing the MLS having a hard time keeping their tournament together. The NBA bubble 
has uh, players sleeping with cockroaches and worms. Um, that's true. It's true. Worm, I say worms. it's not true. And worms. No, no, that, that, that cockroach, like, and I've seen cockroaches before. That guy the was huge. Guy. Like, he, he was a big daddy. Yeah, that, that cockroach so say what was you will. huge. Dana White just keeps winning because the, uh, the, Uf- the UFC fighters he's... are staying. <laughs> I think they have gold toilet seats. Nice. I think I'd like, yeah, they're in Abu Dhabi, like five-star, not even five-star. Five-star gets you killed there. You stay in a five-star hotel in Abu Dhabi, like, <laughs> nah, man, like, are you kidding me? Like, you imagine, like, you piss off, like, the, the Shaw, the like, sheep? the head guy, yeah. the dictator, the head yeah. dude. You piss off his cousin staying at a hotel or something, you're dead. Like everything, like I said, everything's like 13 star there. Like, uh, so, you know, the rooms are beautiful. They set up a beautiful facility. UFC Fight Island. Let's bring in Joey Odessa uh, right now, who remembers the old days. And it was real cool, Joey. And remember Dana said, oh, it's not, we're not going to put this on the beach. That's just dumb. And then he excited everybody by showing the, 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 the picture on the beach, but you remember the old uh, the old fights in Costa Rica, Joy. The uh, the Bodog fight days. Cain Velasquez uh, fought there in Costa Rica on the beach. I thought it looked great. It was cool. I think fans would have liked that actually. But I know it's too hot in Abu Dhabi. That's the problem. Mm. Jorge Masvidal fought there. Jorge Masvidal was a Bodog veteran. He was. Huh? He fought on the beach out there. I remember those were those were great fights. Great days. Uh, you know, great, great scene, too, Cam. It had the cage literally on the beach, like palm yeah. trees and people having Beautiful. drinks and, like, partying. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Like, I love Costa Rica, too. Joey obviously lived there uh, before. I wish I would have gotten down there to some of those uh, fights. And I'm not in a hurry to go to the Middle East, to be honest. There's nothing against the Middle East, but ah, they kill you for, like, jaywalking there and stuff. Imagine getting caught smoking a blunt in a parking lot, like outside the arena there, Cam. It wouldn't yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good one, Marenzi. You have a couple too many drinks and you start spouting yeah. off there. That's not the place to do it. Next thing okay. you know, you got a sword up in your throat. Yeah, that's not. You cool. walk through. You walk through a drive-through Burger King on foot, <laughs> yeah, like you did in Orlando. You're still in jail there. Like we're oh, still like I'm sending you letters. How you doing, Cam? Like hope you're all right. Like you're getting tortured and stuff. All right, Joe, sorry, Josh, bring him to you. So, what do you think? Joe, like, on Fight Island? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Perry you might imagine? be on, right? No, Joey, I think Mike Perry's got a better chance of uh, being on Rikers Island the way he's gone. I don't know, man. I just, you know, they just, he's got to get, they got to get him some help. I mean, that was over the top. I mean, you know, he's lucky know he, he used to talk on Friday nights. Like, he's lucky that old man didn't go outside and just shoot him. That was tense. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I gotta mean, be careful. Yeah, that's what I did, Don. You're right. No, it's true. Right. And, I, I and this whole thing, because you touched me. You touched me. The old man put his arm. He was like, come on, calm down. Just calm down. Leave the restaurant yeah. type thing. Yeah, you touched me. You touched me. And we're going to move on from this, Joy. But one thing I don't understand, too, is Dana White tonight. Dana White earlier today says, oh, Mike Perry's crazy. He goes, I saw this coming for months. He goes, oh, I could tell. I knew, I knew this was going to happen. You put him on your co-main event last Saturday night, Dana. It's true. But you what can't do you mean, deny right? a guy from making a living until he actually screws up. I mean, look at the guys coming out of college, you know, get going into the NFL. How many of those guys are, you know? I know, I know. They all, you know, know. not all of them, but a good percentage. 
We all knew. Listen, are you surprised? I knew Mike Perry was a psychopath. I already knew this. I'm yeah, not surprised I mean, at all. You know, alcohol didn't help him. I mean, that alcohol, you get people, people get drinking, they just get ignorant, man. And he, and when you're already ignorant, I mean, you know, he's just, you know, whatever. I'm not going to beat the He's guy out of control. Down, no, but the thing is, I didn't realize, I thought his, I thought his girlfriend, Joey, I thought his girlfriend just dyed her hair. I didn't realize he dumped the chick, the blonde chick. I didn't, I thought it was the same girl. Like, I didn't, I had no idea, like. So, and they were together a while, right? So now he's got that new girl in his corner. I saw, you see the video, Joe, he bought her a truck. He bought her like a, a car and, you know, he just met her and stuff. Like he's all over the place. This guy, like I said, I don't judge people's lives. It's his life. Um, the race, the racial stuff. I'm not going to say he's not racist because I mean, he probably is, but in the sense that Mike Perry's from Detroit he literally grew up in the hood camp. Like he did, like he, Mike Perry's from the hood. He's one of these white guys that sort of thinks he's black in a way. You know what I mean? Yes. He yeah. thinks he has the license to sort of say whatever words. He's cool. I'm from Detroit. I got a lot of black friends. And, and then he's also one of these, I'm not racist. I hate everybody guys. Right. So ha, ha, ha. he's one of those type of guys, mm-hmm. but to me, yeah, he's just a jarhead. And the thing is, people praise him. Who cares? You beat Mickey Gall. Who cares about beating Mickey well, Gall, Joey? Like, seriously? You know what? Too, the people that are praising him, this, you know, his fan base, I would say, like, they're like, the, you know, they're more of the, I don't want to say they're the intellectuals, but they, they you know, they don't see a lot of that nonsense. And, and that's what, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, look, Diaz, whatever, Diaz brothers giving everybody the finger. Like, that's just not. You know, I, there's a. It's just you know, some people find that cool. I don't find that cool. I think that that's just kind of taste. You know, it's tasteless in a way, and that's what this Mike Perry. I mean, he's got no self awareness, and I guess it's okay in his crowd. You know what he does. I mean, that's okay in his crowd. I don't think there's a lot of people in his crowd that are actually like him. I don't get it. Yeah, you know? but Connor did the uh, same again, stuff, Joey. Connor, it's a good point. Connor did the same stuff, and the UFC encourages it. Connor said all kinds of crazy racist things during that Mayweather stuff. Mayweather didn't even well, care because Mayweather, now, Mayweather I mean, has no soul. He just wants racist. money. Oh. I mean, everybody's oh, I know, offended I by everything. Yeah, but money. Mike Perry, bro. Come on. Mike Perry was yeah, offensive. Mike Perry was over the top. There's no doubt. I mean, he was yeah. dropping yeah. N-bombs. You know, he was pretty yeah. bad. You know, and, yeah. and of course, yeah. you got to, you know, assume that everything you ever say is going to be, you know, played back for you someday. I mean, it's coming but on he everywhere. Was saying sports, it. Some of these Mike, my point is. Yeah, my point with Perry is he was dropping M-bombs to white guys even, right? Like, he's one of these guys yeah. that just uses yeah, the word all the time, guys. right? Cowboys, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's good. All right, so we'll move on here. Um, uh, it's like crusty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where do we start? All right, so <laughs> let's get into this here. Where do we start? Uh, looks like it's coming down. A little bit yep. of uh, numbers coming down a little bit. Usman's now minus 245 uh, over at mm-hmm. FanDuel. Listen, I know that it's a bad matchup for Masvidal. Usman, you know what struck me, guys? And Joe, you know what struck me about this today when I saw them face-to-face? Like, you've seen them face-to-face on the street or in a hotel lobby, but not really like you saw today at the weigh-in. They were, wearing t- they were both wearing T-shirts and stuff, but, man, Usman's bigger than he is, Cam. Like, 
Jorge's not really Jorge's not a muscular guy. He's a fighter. You know what I mean? He had to lose twenty dude. pounds in five days too. That's crazy yeah. weight cut, man. That's that, that, that's did hard you, on your body, did, man. Did Joey you see Bud- that scale? Did you watch the weigh-ins? Uh, let me just uh, let me get this out. And I whatever. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna touch on it because I wasn't there to see it. But if you look at that scale. The guy starts off, the person makes weight, first person makes weight, they get off the scale, I believe he moves the, you know, the, the weight all the way to the left. Now, anybody that's the wrestlers know this, they, you know, if you, it's a light scale, we would call it, or if a scale, you know, if a scale is weighing heavy or light, you know, some tournaments would have a yeah, light yeah, scale, yeah. you'd know that you'd be on yeah. weight or a pound over at your school, you'd go over to this school, their scale weighs light, it's a pound lighter, you make weight. I'm telling you, watch that weigh-in, because when that when that weight was moved all the way to the right, if you're facing the screen all the way to the right, that the uh, the pendulum was just laying down like a brick instead of hovering in the middle on the left hand side. Like you gotta, you know, it just it didn't sit right with me. And I'm not saying that there was any kind of shadiness or anything, but it just looked. It was a real bad look. When somebody steps off the scale, you don't move the dial all the way to zero. And when you move it to zero, it should balance. It shouldn't be mm-hmm. like a brick hitting the bottom, for Christ's sake. It was bad. Watch the video. I mean, I don't know how, I, I don't know how people aren't complaining about it or bitching about it. And... And let's be real. This isn't in, in Nevada. It's not in, not in California even or anywhere. It's United, it's United Emirates. They own part of the UFC. As if anyone's going to step up. Hey, hey, this scale. You guys didn't do it right. Right? As if. <laughs> and hey, we're going to some and Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm Cam Stewart. There's Sports Grid News and betting update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. Well, the Pac-12 has followed the Big Ten's lead. They'll be getting rid of all non-conference football games. So as it stands, they're going to play nine games, and it could be less. The Ivy League canceled all sports until the new year. In the NFL, breaking news, too. The Philadelphia Eagles have penalized receiver Deshaun Jackson for contract detrimental to the team with the anti-Semitic quotes. He will be fired by the club. The White Sox have lost one of their top players. Flame-throwing pitcher Michael Kopech will not play in the shortened season. He's going to be done. That's a big blow to them. Good news if you're a hockey fan, though. In the NHL, the league and the NHL, LPA have ratified a new CBA. This paves the way for the league to proceed with the 2014 playoff. Uh, but bad news for the MLS, uh, unnamed player with two positive tests isolating his team hotel. Remember, we've already had two teams leave, Nashville and FC Dallas. Longtime San Francisco catcher Buster Posey has opted out for playing in the shortened baseball season. Posey said that he and his wife, uh, Kristen, adopted twin baby girls that were born prematurely and they need more time. Posey, a six-time All-Star, owns a career batting average of 302 with 140 homers and 673 RBI. Shortly after asking the Redskins to find a new nickname, FedEx notified the team in a second letter that signage from the stadium would be removed following the 2020 season unless the nickname has changed. The shipping company owns the naming rights of the stadium, and Frederick Smith, owner of FedEx, has already begun selling shares in the company because he's unhappy doing business with uh, Washington team owner Dan Snyder. New York and New Jersey governments won't require members of the Giants, Jets, or Buffalo Bills 
to quarantine for two weeks upon entry to their states for training camp in July. The Jacksonville Jaguars today announcing they will allow fans at their stadium for the 2020 season with a maximum of 25% capacity. Washington Wizards starter Thomas Bryan, Gary Payton II didn't travel with the team, both testing positive for coronavirus. The Wizards already in trouble without star Bradley Beal and Davis Bertans. The basketball tournament, two more games today. The Golden Eagles beat Brotherly Love 83-76 the final and Red Scare pulled off the upset over House of Pain 83-76. The draw for Champions League out. Real Madrid or Man City will play Juventus or Lyon. RP Leipzig meets Atletico Madrid. Napoli and Barcelona will face Chelsea or Bayern Munich and Atalanta meets PSG. Matchups behind closed doors 12-16. Golf news. Colin Morikawa still holds the lead after two rounds of the Workday Charity Open. He's 13 under and crazy story on the European Tour. 56-year-old Miguel Angel Jimenez and his smooth smoking cigars. He leads at minus 12 after 36 holes. That could be a crazy story. I'm Cam Stewart and that's your Sports Grid News Update. Back to Gabe Moretti with our guest Joey Odessa. Gabe Thompson continues as does our conversation with uh, Joey Odessa. We're talking uh, UFC. Let's get in. We can talk uh, MMA all night uh, with Joey. So let's get into let's get into the card uh, right now. You look at the main card, Joey. It feels kind of chalky. As we were saying, listen, Matt, what do you make, Joey, of Masvidal? The fact that he was training with Poirier, so it's not like it really is a full short notice. He did put in a camp. I do believe it. Yeah, he did weigh 192. So you were talking about you don't think it was a clean a clean scale today, a clean weight cut. Can he catch him? My, you know, I know Usman's just so much better than him. I think the fight's going to go. Listen, if Usman wins, it's going to distance because no one finishes Masvidal. So he'll lose, and that's plus money, plus 124, the fight to go the distance. I already know your answer, Joe. I saw your tweet earlier in the week about Masvidal being uh, being trendy but about to get his ass kicked here. So do you, do you remain with that opinion? Well, yes, because, sure, he can catch him. But, I mean, if polls, if you look at there, there was a Yahoo poll out there where, like, 65% of the people think that, that Masvidal is going to win this fight. Now, if all those people bet, this fight would be pick em, because the market would have adjusted itself. But take it all – Throw that all out the window. If Usman fought Masvidal and Masvidal had a had a, a good camp and everything was perfect, Usman would still be every bit of a two to one favorite over him. I, I just, you know, look, Masvidal, he's I, I don't want to call him an overachiever, but he's got what? He's got forty eight fights. He's got thirteen losses, and you know, in twenty seventeen, he you know back to back losses. He come out, he he not there until senseless. He, that KO of Askren, both two guys that were supposed to beat him, you know, that, that the experts said would beat him. I thought that Askren was going to beat him, too, via wrestling. And then he goes out and he beats Nate Diaz. Now, you know, you listen to these guys talk about Nate Diaz, and Nate Diaz has seen better days. Let's not, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Usman has looked great. I mean, look, he beat that crap out of Colby Covington. Now, I'm not saying that Covington was a world beater, but he just, I mean, he dominated that fight. When he did get hit, he took every bit that Colby had. So he beat Woodley, Dos Santos. I mean, Usman's 16-1. and one. He's peaking right now. You know, it's a great opportunity for, for Masvidal. But I would say this. I think that if Masvidal wins tomorrow night, it would be, not numbers-wise, but as far as, like, MMA history-wise, I think it'd be one of the biggest upsets of the last 10 years. You know, it's crazy. I feel the same way about the Peter Young fight with, with Aldo, where numbers-wise it wouldn't rank up there, but it would be one of the greatest accomplishments in MMA history, I think, if Aldo was able to win a championship um, in another weight class at this age. 
Yeah, you could argue, well, sure, it hurt. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it would. Like, exactly. No, no one saw that coming. You could argue, listen, he seems to be taking offense that he knows. He hears the critics saying that nobody thinks he deserves the fight, that, you know what, Cejudo picked an easy opponent in you, and, you know, you, the only reason you were getting the fight is out of respect for Cejudo, that he looked up to you and he wanted to fight you. Cejudo retires. Now Aldo steps in, gets Peter Yan here. And I know Aldo is taking offense, Joey, that everyone says that he sucks and he doesn't deserve this fight. He is two and four, though, in his last six fights. What do you make of this one? I love Aldo. I one of my favorite fighters of all time, but I think he's overmatched. Well, look at the guy. I mean, look, Aldo's got 17 knockouts. I mean, that makes Aldo a threat to anybody, I think. I mean, and his last two wins, those two wins, both by knockout. I mean, going back, you know, Frankie Edgar, he broke Edgar down. But Aldo, you know, Aldo's tough, man. But Peter Yan, I think right now is just, you know, Aldo's t I don't want to say he's long in the tooth and that, you know, it's, I don't want to sound cliche, but, you know, you just look at the two of them and where their careers are right now. And Aldo. It looks to be a bit on the decline. He's made some money. He's, you know, I Brazilian made some good money. Was a champion, and you know, and I'm going to say the same about Max Holloway. Gosh, I thought yeah. Max Holloway looked kind of just really just sucked out, kind of like almost deflated. I don't think he looked good at the weigh-ins or since he's been to Dubai. I just think he's looked very. I don't want to say fragile, but he didn't look. He didn't look like you know like screw it. He didn't look like a champion to me. If I looked at him, I'd say, this guy is, right now is not a champion. You look at, at Usman, he carries himself. He's a champion, you know what I mean? He's got that, just that something about him when he, you know, when he, when he comes into a room, you could just see it. He, 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 like, he bleeds confidence. Same with Volkanovsky, you know, and the same with Peter Yan. And Peter Yan and Aldo used to train together, but there's just something about those guys that, and I don't want to say, you know, something special about those guys. You know what I mean? You could just see it. And he could feel the confidence. I, that's just my opinion. I agree with everything you stated. And you know, I have a lot of respect for Max Holloway, too. But I think the kid peaked already. Great I don't fighter. think, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. tough kid, tough, tough fighter. But he's been in some wars, been beat up a little bit. Also, he's, he's a nice guy, Joey, right? Like, he cares about his kids. He cares about the people in Hawaii. He's raising money for them. And, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I don't think he's. He doesn't have that same hunger anymore. I think it's a good way of putting it. Uh, I'm, a fan. Got Look, I'm a fan of No, Jorge me too, but for being realistic. I I, me too. Awesome. Same with Max Holloway. Same with Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo. I mean, God, what a what a an amazing, you know, fighter. And, you know, these guys are all seem to be pretty amazing human beings too. I mean, they're good people. So it's tough. And that's why I think some of these numbers are you know, going in the opposite direction away from these favorites. I think that a lot of their personality and a lot of their persona, you know, their public persona, you know, people bet with their heart. You know how it is. Hey, listen, Jose Aldo's a great guy, and Max Holloway's a great guy. Uh, but Jose Aldo or Max Holloway aren't paying for my dinner tomorrow night. I am. No, they're not. So no, I've exactly, got to be on the yes. right side of this fight. And in the same way <laughs> that they wish me the best, probably, but yeah, you know, yes. worry about themselves. And that's that's the way the fight exactly. came. Exactly. And yeah, you I used to, I used to, I used to get suckered in and bet on my buddies. Oh, I know the guy. I mean, I know this. Yeah, me now, too. Like, I, don't, I don't. It care. doesn't work. I'm like, it yeah, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I know the guy so well. He's a nice guy. Like, yeah, I got to win the fight. Yeah, he's not gonna get, right. Is he gonna send you five hundred bucks? No. So you got to do what yeah, you got to do, Gabe.
And Joey knows all about that, Joey, right? We're on our own. So what do you make, Joey, of this Yuri Prokoshka guy taking on Ozdemir? Yeah, guys made his UFC debut. Not a lot of respect from Ozdemir with the line maker here, Joey. What do you make of this one? Uh, you know, I bet Jerry. I bet the, the Czech Republic kid. I bet this Jerry, and I'll tell you why I bet him. I bet him because, I, you know, in his fights, I mean, all right, King Mo did knock him out, but he walked into that shot. You know, Vulcan, I, I've never been a fan of Vulcan. I just, I don't think he's, he's never really impressed me. And Jerry, I'm not saying Jerry's a world beater, but he throws punches from weird angles. And I think he's going to catch Vulcan. I really, I bet him. I, I, you know, I thought this fight was a pick him and uh, Vulcan got some money. It went, it went up and then it came back down a little bit and it's sitting, what, like minus yeah, yeah. 50 right now. I think, that, you know, Jerry, Jerry, you know, weigh-ins, you can't put a lot of stock in it because, again, they're not bodybuilding contests. I thought Jerry looked pretty good in the weigh-ins. He looked pretty healthy. You know, I, I don't know. I think that Jerry can win this fight. And he's one of the only underdogs on this card that I think can get there. Yeah, it was a chalky card. I was saying that to Cam earlier. Rose got dropped on her head in the first fight viciously. Uh, not illegally, but viciously, awkwardly. Viciously. But before that... Yeah, vicious. Yeah, yeah. Before that, viciously squared. <laughs> and put it this way, she's another one too. Everyone loves Rose, so it's like, oh my God, Rose is dead, right? Like people love that girl. So, um, she she was picking her apart before that, though, Joey. Right? If she can avoid this, she's had a year to prepare for it. If she can avoid it, I think she can win the fight. She's a favorite too. And as far as Holloway is concerned, Holloway got all chopped up, leg kicks last time. The thing with Volkanovski is his camp is really smart and like he's got good trainers. They're going to adjust. So it's like, um, like Max Holloway's, you're not going to want to get kicked, but then buddy averages like six significant strikes a minute anyways. Um, so he's going to come at you. It's a Russian invasion. It's an Eastern European invasion. Jan Volkanovski, Khabib, all these guys, man, they're, they're ruthless. They're, they're, they're killers. I spoke to somebody that, that's pretty close to that camp, and, and he said that one thing about this Volkanovski camp is they're on board. Like, this is, like, he's representing out there. You know what I mean? He, this is a, this is, he's looking at a legacy. I mean, he believes that this is going to, you know, he doesn't think he's going to lose his title anytime soon, especially tomorrow night. Like, a lot of guys go out there and talk a good game, but they might not believe it. My buddy told me, he's like, Volkanovski believes it. They believe in him. He is. You know, he's the, you know, he's the champion. He's like the messiah for these guys. It's not a bunch of yes men either. I mean, he's, you know, training like a madman. I yeah, think they're he's tough. Gonna, yeah, yeah. You know, he was, I mean, he just, you know, I think he walked through everything Holloway actually threw at him. And, again, he might even stop Max. If Max, you know, is more aggressive, he might walk into some Volkanovsky might stop him. But I, I couldn't see a scenario where Max stops Alex. I, I just don't see it. Joey Odessa kicking it uh, with us. Cam, any uh, you looking at these underdogs? Yeah, it's going to be tough, Gabe. But uh, we talk about, like, that's the thing. Rose is a big favorite and a public favorite. And those are the fights, like, I remember the other couple weeks ago, Gabe, I just bet on Jim Miller. I just go, I don't care how old he is. This other guy shouldn't be in that type of situation. I got to ask Joey because you guys are more, you guys are experts in comparison to myself. What do you think, Joey? Like, what underdog? on the card like I'm looking for a little bit of plus money that you think has a chance I'm gonna I'm actually gonna fo follow you with that other pick against Ozdemir but what other uh ones that what you're looking Paige at Who's that guys we got to bring up Paige and my back what is it plus 600 
Like, she's there's no reason crazy, why we don't have yeah. a picture of Paige Van Zant up right now. It's, you know, it's, come on, it's a reason to show <laughs> it. Yes, oh, yeah, get yeah. rid of me. Put her up. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but plus 600. Is this Rebus girl that good, Joey? Like, Paige doesn't – like, listen, Paige isn't good, but she's she's tough as hell. She can take a beating, but she, she has a hard time inflicting a beating. But she can take a beating. But for the love of God, Odessa, plus 600, Joey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, the number is high. I mean, I you can't bet Rebus. I you know I I can't. You know that you can't lay ten to one on some of these people. And then you know Paige. You know people are saying, well, she's got a lot going on. She's gonna well, hey, hold dancing, on, She's a dancer. Hold on, Joe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We got a couple of minutes uh, left here with Joey Odessa. We'll get to Mick Aussie. We'll squeeze in a couple of AFL uh, picks as well. We've got uh, Fight Island UFC 251. Great stuff. So um, before we get you out of here, Joey, just talking about uh, about Paige Van Zant. And I don't listen. I don't think Paige Van Zant is. It's not the bet of the century. But I've, I've made worse bets, Cam, and a plus six hundred, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, 50 bucks pays back 300. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, 20, I know. I'm 25 gives <laughs> you 150. Man. A little recreational if you want. Uh, yeah. 25 bucks gets you, gets you a buck 50 uh, back. But, uh, Joey, anything else on this card? Because we got to wrap it up in a minute or two here with you. Uh, Bogatov. What about this Bogatov uh, guy? Another I, I undefeated just, fighter, uh, Joey. Russian guy. Yeah, that's. That's a play I made. I met. I bet Bogatov. I here's my thought on Bogatov. I think that if he can, he's got to know that he could get subbed by uh, by Dose, uh, by uh, excuse me by Santos. You know, if he takes him down, he's got to be aware of that. And I I watch Bogatov, and he just takes guys down and takes guys down, and just over and over and over again. And I'm looking for him just to take him down, lay in prey. I mean, it might not be a pretty decision, blanket him, you know, kind of just John Fitch him, just take him down and hold him there and grind out the decision. But it's going to be interesting. You know, these judges, you know, I imagine they're, they're uh, the Cage Warriors, KSW guys, European judges, so they might favor that style. But, you know, I think they're pretty consistent. They've always been consistent in Cage Warriors. The last time they were over in Dubai, they, you know, consistency, they might not see things the same way. I'd like them to see them, but they're consistent with it. You don't see... You know, I don't see think you see the favoritism and like kind of the just the bias that we do in the U.S. But yeah, I think Bogatov has got a great shot to win. I think that Jerry's got a great shot to win. You know, Jerry and Vulcan. There's a lot of people like Vulcan. You know, a lot of people are betting him and uh, you know some sharp money. And the same with uh, Leonardo Santos. But uh, you know, again, I do well when I'm opposite these guys. You know, what's an interesting fight is Muslim Salikov against Zaleski yeah, yeah. uh, Santos. I look at that fight, and, you know, I want to buy into to, his name is Muslim Sawakov, I guess. I want to buy into him, but I just, something just makes me think that this Dos Santos is going to catch him. I, you know, I don't know. I could be wrong. 
you know, I'm not betting it. I'm not saying run out and bet it, but it's just it's a fight that I, I really uh, I, I wanted to bet Muslim, and I just couldn't do it. I just uh, because I just see something weird happening in that fight. I don't know. You know, I could be you know just crazy from looking at you know these fights all week. I mean, we've had a long time to prepare for this, even with the cancellations. I mean, it's just Fight Island's been fed to us down our throat. So, you know, most of the stuff I have to say is just overkill. Joey Odessa, you can find him on Twitter at MMA Odds. All right, Joey, so before we get you out of here, I was talking about your podcast earlier. Great stuff. Uh, congratulations <laughs> yes. on the success. Quite the cast of characters uh, that uh, you guys yeah. uh, have uh, here. So the Philly Godfather, Joey Odessa, uh, Jonathan Coachman, and yes. uh, and Bradshaw. Yep. What, what a crew. Bradshaw. What, what, I what's love the, the crew. Like with Bradshaw and a coach in here, like how'd you guys all come together? What a crew. It's like the A-team, like the TV show. Yeah. I picture you guys in a band <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, we all bring something different. I guess we're all uh, we're all from different walks of life, and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. There, I tell you, I have fun. I have, I have the best times I have. I have with you. You know, with you, Gabe. Of course, we go back. You know, a dozen years, but but it's fun. These guys have some great stories. When they get talking about the WWE before we get on the air, oh God, I got. I mean, some of the stories. I mean, I can't say them on the air. Of course, they're they're just they're. they're I just laugh. I laugh my ass off. I get. I end up hoarse after the show. I mean, these guys uh, are sure, funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the stuff they talk about. It's, Bradshaw's it's been around a long time. Yeah, Bradshaw's. All right, so uh, what's the name of the show? Where can people find it? It's uh, Follow the Money Podcast. And, I have, again, guys, I appreciate the plug. It's Follow the Money Podcast. It's on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you download. And we're putting out some videos and things. If you see, I've been doing some short little videos for them. And, you know, we're going to see where it goes. You know, it's a, it's an interesting, uh, you know, like you said, it's an interesting crew. We keep it, you know, we try to stay on point. We keep it short. And, uh, you know, it seems to be working so far. Great stuff, uh, Joey. No, it is. And I think big things ahead uh, for uh, for Follow the Money Thanks a lot for taking the time to be on us, Joey. We'll see you online. Enjoy the fights. May the winners be yours. All right. Thanks, Camp. Thanks, Gabe. There's Joey Odessa uh, with us. Uh, we'll line up. How are you going to you gonna attack these fights, Gabe? Because all the things you, you talk about it, like, you don't want to just throw money away. And that's the one thing I've learned. I'm, be I'm better at it now. We talked about discipline. I'm not just betting a dog for the sake of betting a dog. You want a nice little they favorite? have to have a, a chance nice to win. Volkanovski, he just talked about it. Volkanovski's a killer, bro. Yep. He's going to be a champion he for a little is. while. Max yes. Holloway is a great guy, Hawaiian, but he's just he, sort of a tough fighter that's been in I balls. And, you know what I mean? I like, agree. He's not, he's not next level. You know what I mean? He's, got a he's peaked hard. already. Yeah, he's had his yeah. moment in the sun. He had his, his heyday. You know what I mean? Fought Connor, won a belt. Like, yeah, you don't last forever in this sport. Plus, he's got a heart condition. Like, there's a lot of stuff with him. He's got his kids. He loves, like, yeah. he's a nice guy. He loves his kids. And, um, Volkanovski's like just this killer. I'm the champion. I'm going to be the champion guy and I'm going to keep it type of guy. And then all due respect to Aldo, but Peter Yan's the same way. Peter Yan's just a badass. Aldo's face tough for competition, but you parlay both of them together, Cab. It's plus 117. It's not bad. Plus money. It's amazing. I'm going to Yeah, do I it. like that parlay. And I'm not going to force it and put Mosfidal. I'm not going to force it and put Mosfidal in the parlay. That's mm. like a little sprinkle he might be able to win. So I do like Volkanovski a lot. I like Peter Yan a lot. I like Rose Namajunas. I think Rose is going to win the fight uh, again. And um, I like Volkan Ozdemir. I disagree with Joe. I think Ozdemir is pretty good. 
The guy looks just like Cicero, the, the WWE wrestler. Um, yeah, they look the same. So, so I want to get Cam's uh, in-game goal picks, although Morikawa is running away. But let's bring Mick in. Let's blast through some AFL picks. Busy show tonight. We're trying to get as many picks, mm-hmm. as many sports as possible. No show uh, it gives you as many different sports internationally like Game Time Decisions does. We're going to get you an MLS pick tonight. There's a disagreement in the chat going on. Me and Cam disagree. Mm-hmm. Cam's uh, yep. feeling an earthquake. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling the sound. The sound, sound is, yeah. It, it, it's not the, the same thing, is. earthquake and sound. Yeah, you got the sound I going. I got the <laughs> earthquake. They don't yeah. like each other, these games, either. It's actually real. Like, no, they, they don't, don't like each other for real. Like, they nearly they, they fight and stuff. Let's bring in Mick Austin. People, no, no, yeah. people don't know, Gabe, San Jose's a rough town parts of it. It's not as nice as people think. Mick in the – look, he's in the <laughs> – so Mick still hasn't friends. been shot. I love the sign behind no, Mick. The no, sign. He loves it. What's it say? No. What's that sign say again? No, 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 uh, no going in the water. No, uh, no, no guns. <laughs> no crazy yeah, Australian. No All right, Mick. Let's get let's get down to business here, Mick. Not a ton of time. Looking good. Let's see you enjoying yourself in the swamp uh, once again. Yep. Free Fremantle, St Kilda, first one up. Uh, you were rolling last week, Mick. So let's see if you can keep it going. Killed uh, minus two fifteen, Fremantle plus one seventy two. Who you got? Yes, guys, and I thought I thought you'd like the sign again. So same spot. I like the Dockers to uh, lose that one. I like the Saints to win. They're on a roll. Take the Saints to win and probably cover. And they're one of my parlay bets. Multi. Take the Saints to win that one. They're looking good. Dockers are average. Well, 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 Mick. Looks who's playing each other this week, huh? Oh, Your team's a seven to one favorite. <laughs> Adam, he must be favorite. horrible. Oh my god! Favorites, oh my. West Coast style, Mick. Minus seven hundred. Yeah, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Mick? Are we going to win by thirty and a half? It's a lot of points. What do you, oh, what do you think? That's a lot of. I points. think you're going to smash my useless crows. Crows only kick one goal in the first half, and that was in the last thirty seconds. They're a disgrace. All sorts of trouble. Massive rebuild. Get rid of the players. I've still got their old. I like the Eagles to win. They had a good win last week over the Swans. Take the Eagles. I didn't even put them in a multi because it doesn't doesn't boost up much. Take the Eagles to win and cover probably. Crows are terrible. I'll tell everybody listening right now. Yeah, Mick, Mick is right on this. Like they're going to cover to 30 and a half. They're going to win by like 50 or something, 60. Uh, Adelaide won't score. They can't score. You're right. I took the under last week. I won in that game. But I'm telling you right now, guys, what time is this game at? So 101 Early. is this? Oh, it's an early one. Good. 105 Eastern. 10 o'clock. My time? Perfect. I'm telling you right now. Put the West Coast Eagles in every parlay you play tonight. Like, you, you're, I'm playing the Seattle Sounders. I'm adding the West Coast Eagles. You're playing something. You're playing the Pony tomorrow, Cam? To, Gabe, to Mick's point. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got a pick for the Bluegrass, but we'll let Mick finish first. I'll tell you, man, minus 700. Mick's right. That doesn't help the, the, the old multi too much. You, you get an extra sip in the drink. Not a big one. All right, all right. Let's see what it adds. I'm going to add. All right, go on, yeah, Mick. Go on. What's the next game? Not... All right, hold on. Well, I'm just going to add the Seattle Sounders to this. All right, so the Seattle Sounders are minus 115. Okay. In a multi, as Mick would say, in a parlay. <laughs> Uh, here we got West Coast money line, Seattle Sounders, plus 114. Huh? Huh? It's a 29-cent swing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, it. All right, go on, Vic. I'm not. No. See, I'm going to get the last the reason, one in. Yeah. Cam, <laughs> Cam, the reason you don't do it is because a few weeks ago, the Eagles were red-hot favorites over the Suns, I believe. I put them in my multi, and they got beaten. So I learned my lesson. Yeah, you're don't right. pick a team that yeah. has massive odds. Don't waste your few bits of coin on it. All right, uh, I'm going to put them in a few parlays. Uh, Melbourne, Melbourne, and uh, and Gold Coast. Speaking of the Suns, here it's a close one. Melbourne minus one fifty-eight. Who do you like, the Demons or the Suns? Oh, I'd like the Suns as an underdog to win it outright. Demons are terrible. They can't move the ball. They muck around with it. That said, if they're really keen, they know they need to get moving. Be careful and upset, but I like the Suns to win on the money line and plus 5.5. And all the teams in Melbourne are out of Victoria because of COVID, so these two teams are actually playing in Sydney. So big trouble down there in Melbourne. But the AFL is still going along nicely, just. What about North Melbourne and Essendon? I can't trust the Roods anymore. They always screw me this team. No, you're dead right. Take the Bombers to win that one. That's another one I'd put in the multi. Take the Bombers to win and probably cover as well. Roos are going bad. And Cunnington, again, played last week when he was injured. He's out. They're no good. Bombers should win that. Yeah, the Kangaroos had a nice little start camp. They're going in the wrong direction, yeah. brother. Team to fake. I got no problem with the Essendon Bombers. I like that. They're only 154. Yeah. Now nah, I can buy yeah, into Essendon that. All right. Port, we got a blast. Port Adelaide and Great Western Sydney. Power. What, what, what are you making this one? This one's basically a pickup, Mick. Yeah, I'd keep away from that game, but if you have to, I did pick the Giants in a competition. I also put them to win the Premiership at plus 500 this week. So I like the Giants to keep rolling. Game of the round. Be careful. Power Pat Smears were good, but they had a rough one last week. Game of the round. Take the Giants if you have to. Defending champion Richmond, Ti- Richmond Tigers take on the Sydney Swans. Another near pickup game here, Mick. Who do you like here? Oh, I like the Tigers. They got good depth. They got players that didn't travel and some injuries, but they got good players coming in, including Marlon Pickett. Looking forward to watching him. So take the Tigers. Be a bit careful. A lot of injuries, but good depth. All right, we got about 35, 40 seconds here. Last game, Western Bulldogs and Carlton. Western minus 178. Carlton Blues plus 144. Take the boot. Take the Bulldogs to win and cover. And my multi is Bulldogs and Bombers plus 149. Add the Saints plus 261. Add the Tigers plus 533. Suns on the money line plus 5.5. Bulldogs, Bombers, Eagles maybe, and Saints all to cover. So uh, hopefully we did as good as last week, boys. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. I'm going to play these. I'm going to play some picks uh, tonight. I'm going to play. I'm going to get in on this uh, stuff this evening. Uh, so we'll get in on St. Kilda. I'm going to parlay St. Kilda and West Coast. Stay safe in the swamp. Game time decisions for more picks next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
the two-minute warning here, Cam, the final round. Let's go one more round. We'll get down to business. Speaking of the UFC, so I think it is going to be a pretty uh, favorite-like um, card uh, here. The Masvidal-Usman fight. Usman's a better fighter. Masvidal's been on a roll. He's in top, but if you want to sprinkle a little bit, don't put him in parlays and stuff. Just sort of have a standalone little play. But if Usman wins, he's going to go the distance, all right? His last four fights have gone the distance. He's not the most explosive fighter. And Masvidal hasn't been stopped in a fight since 2007. So Masvidal, if he loses, he'll just end up on his back for 25 minutes. Uh, plus 124 for that fight to go the distance. You can parlay Volkanovski and Peter Jan, plus 117. That's pretty nice uh, right there, actually. So um, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, Masvidal and Usman to go the distance plus one twenty four. We'll go with um, Volkanovski and Jan plus one seventeen. I think Rose is gonna win the fight uh, as well tonight. I'm gonna go with the Seattle Sounders to win the game, and I don't love the total. My total picks suck, but I'm kind of feeling the under the way things are going. I think San Jose are going to yeah. struggle to score on Seattle. So I'm going to go with the Sounders at plus 100. I already have a party with Red Scare, but I like them to win. Sounders plus 100. It's actually minus 115 now. It's just moved. And uh, I'm going to roll a little, little roll of the dice on the under two and a half. Uh, NASCAR, I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Busch that he actually finally wins a race. What do you got, Cam? Bluegrass Stakes at Keeneland tomorrow. I'm taking the, the second or third rated horse art collector at 5-1. to one. Also, if you like him at the Kentucky Derby, he's 35-1. to one. If he wins this race, he'll go down under probably 8-1. to one. Art collector. Golf, Justin Thomas live at 6-1. to one. That means I got Morikawa at 35, Hideki at 17, and Thomas. And the next guy's Hovland at 10. I got three guys heading into the weekend. We're going to do that. Soccer action. San Jose plus 260. <clears throat> I'm going for the dog tonight, Gabe. And I'm also doing San Jose plus one to pick a minus 110 if they lose by one goal it's a push if they win it's party time all over the board give me the earthquakes plus one i don't have numbers yet but i'm leading with sideline cancer plus the points against bayheim's army and take the over and overseas elite and marshall we got four picks tonight sports rage late night right after scotty farrell other night you're on bagels and bad beats never being a camp fan but i will tell you the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt he would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits so you know welcome to the real world patriots from that standpoint the sports grid network sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com